imagine this. You're sitting down at the place you grew up. You're missing your mom. You're not wanting to let go of those special memories. You wonder, will you ever be able to let go? Welcome to the Yar Family TV podcast, where we talk about family-friendly entertainment the whole family can watch together. I'd like to welcome my guest co-host, James Lott Jr. James is the founder of the Super Organizer LLC and JLJ Media. He has 13 years in the entertainment biz. He's an actor, writer, producer, director, author, recording artist, poet, painter, professional organizer, life coach, keynote speaker, and podcaster. You can find all of his work at either James Lott Jr. or JLJ Media everywhere and a aloteofhelp.com. Best known to this audience for his When Calls the Heart and When Hope Calls After Shows with Marissa Serafini, James recently made TV history as the first and only studio audience member in 14 months on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Welcome, James. It's me. I do all of that. I'm like tired already. <laughs> I, do, I do all that. I'm like, wow, okay. You do all that. And you know what? I was getting exhausted as I was reading it. <laughs> <laughs> you are super busy all the time. I think I can relate to that, but you definitely beat me. I mean, I don't have any of those designations, and I'm busy, and, and not like you, though, bud. <laughs> no, you are, you, you, are, you are high society. You are the, you are the woman. You know, I, I, you know, I love you very much, and uh, I know you do a lot of stuff out there and for your community, for your family. You, know, you and I both are grandparents. I have now I have a new grandbaby myself, number four, and I'm wow, just you know. Congratulations! Congratulations to you too. I know you have a grandbaby Thank also. Thank you. I so. do. Do she was dedicated at church this morning, so that was just oh, really oh, exciting. Oh, oh, oh. That's so cute. I I love babies. I oh. I, do, I, do, I love babies. I do. And my grandson Trenton is like the love of my life right now. I can't get enough of him. Can't get enough. Can't get enough. That's so awesome. That's awesome. Yes. All right, well, so you know what we're going to do today, folks? We are going to review the movie that aired last night on GAC Family TV. That was last night, uh, Saturday, November 13th. And the title is Christmas Time is Here. And it stars yep. Rukia Bernard, Duchesne Williams, Tom Pickett, Jason Cermak, Joe Morrison, Niru Bawa. And was written by Rick Garman and directed and co-exec producer Christy Will Wolf. And I'm just going to go ahead yep. and kind of read that like press release uh, description, okay. and then we can kind of elaborate from there. So okay. Nia Donnelly, played by Rukia Bernard, is a successful small town realtor. She has her heart set on closing a big sale. She's a real estate agent, and she wants to you know make a big sale before the holidays. And she's a new um, uh, client, Julian, pardon me, Julian Parsons, played by Duchesne Williams in her hometown of Pine Valley. And she's trying to do this before Christmas, but there's one hitch. No matter how many properties Nia shows Julian, he keeps coming back to the one resort that isn't for sale. And that's the one belonging to Neo's, Nia's widower dad, Patrick, played by Tom Pickett. Patrick would like to sell the property and retire, but it's Nia who can't let go of the memories of like the ideal time, the idyllic time in her life when her mom was still alive and very much part of the resort. Jilly, uh, Julian, why do I want to keep calling him Jillian? I don't know, but it's Julian. <laughs> <laughs> Julian realizes Nia's reluctance to sell the property, but it may not matter. 
At the risk of losing his job, Julian comes up with a magical plan for saving Nia's family resort. So, James, I don't know if you have anything you'd like to add to that description or, you know, anything about the characters that you'd like to add. Sure. Uh, there's some things I wrote down uh, that I, they just stood out for me. One, I want a Santa stone. Whatever that is, I want one. They I come by want the one, too. <laughs> right? I was good to me. I like a good stone. And I'm like, it looked good to me. And I was like, I want a Santa stone. I don't know what that is. Um, no, I thought, for me, it was very diverse. Mm-hmm. I looked, you know, Bobby Hyde did some other shows. I deep dive. I looked at the background and also the foreground. And it was diverse in both. It yes. was this small town city, um, the town that was like, and like any other, any other hall, you know, any other JC film or whatever they do. But it was, it had lots of diversity in it, and uh, the cast was diverse, um, presented in a way that a Christmas movie. It wasn't like anything separate from any other Christmas movie. It was very much like we're just going to give you some different types of faces. Yes, and I thought that was amazing. Uh, also. They say Pine Valley. I think of all my children. I can't help it. Is what they say. <laughs> so I kept laughing. Like it's called Pine Valley. So I, I would love to. Add, I mean, I'd love to find out from the writer if that's something that was like an inside joke, or just happened because of something because left the pine trees. I was just made me laugh there. Um, little side note too, Bobby. When I was watching, because I watched it on GAC on the channel, the commercials were diverse too. Yes. Yes. It was very interesting. I was like, I'm like, I. This it felt it felt like a nice, well-rounded night for me of what like three out two hours. Mm-hmm. Like a nice one. So that's what I like to add to it. I thought I thought it was well it was I thought it was well done, beautifully filmed. Um, anybody did their did, 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 did a great job. You know, I have to agree with you. One of the things that I really appreciate about um, GAC as well as other networks that they're you know, they are more diverse these days, especially with respect to like Christmas movies. When we think about Christmas movies in the past, I don't think we saw the same level of diversity. And um, this really kind of came home to me a couple years ago when my my son's, um, one of his good friends, Jared, and they're now roomies, and um, he is black, and he came into the room while I was watching a Hallmark movie one day and he goes, oh, my mom watches Hallmark all the time. So he completely recognized the movie that I was watching and it just got me to thinking like at that time, this was probably three years ago and that was really before they started bringing the diversity into um, the movies. And, you know, it kind of struck me at that point in time that, you know, how unfortunate to not have that representation, you know? And so I'm so happy and thrilled that we're finally seeing that level of diversity and, you know, culture that that's around us so that, that we're able to, we want everybody to feel comfortable. Everybody celebrates. Oh, I mean, those that celebrate Christmas, but I mean like it's all cultures and races and everything. So, you know, we want them to be represented, right? So. I'm so so glad you said it, Bobby, because the thing is, my mom likes watching all, all these Christmas films, mm-hmm. and my my friend's mom, who's Asian, likes watching. Like it's it's Christmas. Like you said, if you celebrate Christmas or like Christmas movies, it crosses gender, it crosses yes. race. It's just but we want to see representation, and a lot of us want to see. I'm a person. I'm a black person. I want to see myself reflected on here, just like everybody else, and mm-hmm. presented in a way. It's just it's just normal, right. and that's how this this film presented it. It's just it's a, here's a story. Right. Here's one of the, here's 
many stories in the in Pine Valley. Here's a story. And mm-hmm. everybody just kind of went around like a regular Christmas film would do. Mm-hmm. But his boss, a person of color, and you know, it, it, was, it, was just kind of like, it was just kind of fun to see the story be done. And it still represents Christmas. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yes, I, I agree with all of that. I think that is, uh, yeah, it's really refreshing. Let's put it that way. I just, I found it refreshing. So I, I, agree. I told you. Good. I have a few questions for you about the movie yeah. and let's see what, what uh, you want to share here. So I'm going to ask you some questions and then you can answer them and then I'll kind of give you my take on it as well. So what yeah. did you like best about the movie and why? I like the story. You know, it all begins with a story, right? And you know, right. it's on the page, on this kind of thing. And I'm um, a writer myself. And I actually, I thought the story was um, unique enough. And it was a story they'd like to relate to. Um, and it, it kind of, it was, it was steeped in present day issues. Um, and yet it had, a, it had a evergreen feel, um, you know, you know, an, an inn. Uh, a, a parent who law, you know, somebody who's, who's a parent, person who's a partner. Um, mm-hmm. You talk about reti- retirement and that kind of like you gave these certain age issues. Um, you know, she, she feels a certain way as a daughter, wanting to kind of live up to it. I mean, it was all very modern day yet evergreen topics. It's like it, it was very, I like that. It was like it wasn't, it wasn't a period piece. Uh, it wasn't stuck in certain things. It was very, it was it's something that I can relate to on some level. Um, and, it was, it was cute. I, I love the way it was filmed. I just love the way it was filmed. It was a very, I felt like I was in snow in the wintertime, at Christmas time. I really felt every, the attention to detail in every scene, you know, the stores they went into and the places they went to, was, I just loved it. I, I, it's something I, I, I watch everything. I look at everything when I watch these things. And I just was like, I'm like, this, this feels like I'm inside a snow globe. That's, a cool. A <laughs> That's a cool description inside a snow globe. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's how, that's that's the best thing I like about this film. Yeah, I I um, enjoyed those things. I thought the decorations were beautiful, especially inside the inn. I just love you know how they had it decorated, yeah. and but I really loved um, how sem- sentimental it was. I thought it was like you know uh, Nia just loved her mom so much, and you could see just you know how she felt that like. Um, it was palpable in terms of her relationship with her father. I thought Tom Pickett did a great job of, of you know, you could, and this was on the after show last night, and I recognize it as well, but, you know, when they had their scenes together, like, you really felt that they were mother, I mean, father and daughter, you know, they, um, I thought they had a great chemistry and I really liked the story about the watch and the story of the watch uh, that was handed down to Nia by her great great grandma and um and how ultimately it was like when she was in a good place um with love, it it worked. And then when she was in not a good place with love, it stopped. And that was kind of the same thing with how the whole story began, where her great great grandma was given this watch by her fiance who went off to war. And then when she got word that he died, the, the watch stopped. But then ultimately he came back Christmas Eve the following year. And then once he came back, the watch started again. And so a similar kind of thing was happening in this movie with Nia. So I thought that was kind of cool. 
Yeah. You know, that's exactly what's cute. It was cute. I, but I also, you know, they all had chemistry. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they did. Bonnie, um, you know, the two leads. I mean, everybody, had, everybody had chemistry. It was, yes. it was very, it was a nice cast. It was a very nice cast. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that. Um, I, you know, I, I like little elements like that. You know, I'm sort of one of the watch starts to work. It's a nice little magical thing. And it represents something larger. I also like the fact that it was about historical stuff because I, you know, I come from Pittsburgh where um, a lot of places there were, were actually had to be deemed a historic site so they would get torn down. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of also, that's, that's the thing that's happening now these days in certain places where like, you know, they want to turn into something else and make it a big thing. It's like, well, there's all this integrity and all this, you know, they're trying to figure it out and keep it and keep it going and keep it where it is. And um, there's a lot of that happening too. So I kind of like that aspect too. That's a very modern day take of what's going on with, with real estate. Definitely. Um, so I kind of like that also. Yeah. And so speaking of Pittsburgh, so I'm from Johnstown originally. I lived back in Western Pennsylvania for 18 years before I moved to California. Yeah. So we probably were in Pittsburgh at the same time. At some point in time. Re- I'm older, but. I used to be, but yes. I mean, it was one of those things where um, I probably saw you to Bob Evans for breakfast or, you know, right? or, you know, <laughs> or, or, or at the skating ring, you know, uh, right. about a six square. No, yeah. I, no, I, I, I miss Pittsburgh sometimes. I do. I do miss sometimes. <laughs> you know, I, uh, when I was a child, so when I was young, Pittsburgh wasn't such a pretty town. I mean, it's a really nice town now. Like, it's a great place yeah. to live. And it, they've cleaned up. You know, the steel mills back there, it just had everything yeah. kind of, when they were at the, um, you know, top of their game, I mean, I forget how many people they had employed. And so it was kind of dirty and dingy before they cleaned up the air and, you know, really the True. steel mills left. And now it's a beautiful um, area that with a lot of high technology. So, um, yeah, really yeah. nice. And, and filming it. You do a lot of filming there too. I lived in Troy Hills in, in uh, the North side of Pittsburgh and okay. my house overlooked all of the, the three rivers Yeah, and all this stuff. It's just, it's, I, I, I sold it two years ago after 30 years of owning it. Um, mm. but I, I love that area and I just love, and, and this town, I guess I love towns like this. Mm-hmm. I just, I just do. Yeah. I just, totally. Movie. Had that same kind of feel. I love. Right. I love that. Right. I agree. Now, if you had a chance to ask a character in the movie a question, what would it be? You know, I, I was looking at this when you sent me the outline. I don't know. It, it would be a. You know, I'm, a, I'm an interviewer by trade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my question all the time. Actually, I would love to sit down and interview um, our lead guy because I want to know more about his life because he tells you a little bit about his life. When he's talking to her, mm-hmm. um, more about him. Mm-hmm. I feel like we got a, we know about her. We kind of got her. We got her story. Mm-hmm. The guy got her. Now she's doing. I want to know about more about him. Um, so it was like this one question. There'd be like several. Like you know, I think did they, did they say his parents were killed? Gosh, did he? I say can't that? remember. I think he did say that. I think he I think did. he did say that. I don't remember like how old he was when that happened. Yeah, but, or something. So I don't know yeah. about his family, his background, mm-hmm. um, how he got with how he got with this big tech company, this big company, this, this getaway company. I want to know a little more about that, and um, and I want to know more about him and the and his boss. You know, it's like it's kind of what she does. It was, it's more. It's kind of, I want to know more about. I want to know more about his side of things. I think because I feel like we got her. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about him. Yeah, and it kind of bounce it, bounce it out for me, and say, okay, yes, he is good for her, and they should be together, and. Yeah, they would bounce it out for me a little more. 
Well, I really did enjoy their chemistry, and Duchesne just seems like a hoot. Like, he just seems so funny, and and I loved his nonverbal communication as much as his verbal communication. Like, And and the same thing um, uh, with Rukia, because I felt that they both just played off each other, and there were some good comedic moments in the movie, and so I really enjoyed that. But as far as my question, here's what I want to ask. I want to ask... Uh, Julian's boss, really? That's how you do business? I mean, <laughs> I she was I, like, she oh. was too cutthroat. I just didn't like her at all. I mean, she but played she a good was, job, <laughs> the character, but. We and I both know that's how it can be. That's totally how it is. Right. No, I was like, in business like for many years, and so I know it can be that way, but you, it's like, you know, but there's a, there's a better way to do it, better way to do things, and that's not it. Yeah. So I see that that almost like goes back to my thing. I want to know more about her too. Like, what about you, girl? Like, how do you yeah. get this job? And, right. Like, why are you ball humbling you? Whatever. Like, what's yeah, going on there? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Like, what made you so cutthroat? Like, you yeah. know, is yeah. it is it all about the power of the deal, or you know, wh- why? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I think, like you said, we got a lot of good information about Nia. So I don't really have a you know a whole lot because i felt like we got a lot about her so yeah you're right it's it's um really julian and his boss that that we really didn't kind of get their backstory and their their characters were pretty interesting so now how about the screenwriter yeah i'm sorry oh my screenwriter i'll just say one last thing i'm saying we did we did hear a little bit again also with the best friend from college yes i wish i so here's the screenwriter here's my screenwriter i would just think my screenwriter question i would say I liked that couple a lot. We didn't get enough of them. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. I got more of them interacting with Julia a little more. Um, I wish I had more. I would, I would say, why do we get more of them? They're, they're actually, they're, they're two fun characters. And I kind of wish we saw more of that dynamic. Um, I like them. I did. That'd be my question. Was when, I want more of them. Why not more of them? Yeah, that's a, that's a good point because I, I thought they played off of each other. They were very kind and sweet yet you know he's this billionaire he's this tech billionaire that you know comes across as you know your next door neighbor and so that that yeah you're right i mean they could really build a story around them as well for sure yeah Uh, so i just just thought they were when they introduced him he said stay with some friends when i come to town and he got there instantly again chemistry you got the two guys chemistry Mm -hmm. with I walked in and the wife's like, I'm glad you're here. And they had this big hug. It's like, I, I have friendships like that where there are couples and I'm close with the wife also. And we're just like, it's just, it's like we, we all go way back and there's all this stuff that goes on. And I just, I just like them. I, I just wish there, I wish they could have been more developed. I really like them a lot. And I thought it was show, showcase more of him too, Julian also. Mm-hmm. Um, it showed up a couple of times later in the movie, but I thought, I like them. I was intrigued by them. So I'd ask questions about them to the screenwriter. Yeah, in fact, my question um, for the screenwriter was, you know, uh, Julian's backstory. So you had kind of already brought that up. But, you know, it would have been really nice to know kind of how he got to where he got to. Because he was pretty young to be in a pretty high-powered position. And, yeah, yeah, and you wonder, okay, how did he he make it there? Because he seems like a decent guy, you know? So, you know, I didn't feel like he was cutthroat at all like his boss. And uh, so, yeah, his backstory would would be good. So, hey, you know what? That 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 sounds like a good story that somebody could be putting together for the future for us to watch. 
That's something you and I can say, hey, I love that. Yeah, totally. So what do the do the main characters learn about themselves and how do they change? Well, I think both of them went through a journey um, in this movie, Nia and Julian. And when that she went through a journey, they all kind of went through a journey. Um, I don't know about the boss, but the other ones went through a journey. Um, and I know Julian, for him, he came to do a job. I mean, I literally was coming here to do a job and get a job done. And he realized there were more things important than just doing the job. Mm-hmm. You know, he literally gained a love interest. He gained knowledge. He gained, he learned about himself in terms of this, of this end. And um, so he had his kind of storyline arc. I think Nia for her was kind of, you know, going through this journey of, I want to be there for my dad. I want to honor my mom. I want to honor this end. Um, you know, I have my business to run also. Um, she's letting love into her life. Um, that was another one for her too. Um, I thought it was really cute at the beginning when Bonnie asked her to say, "Like, was he cute?" And she's like, "Wasn't doing anything." And it's that, it's that, it's like what friends do. Mm-hmm. It's like you start kind of, you're like, "Wasn't doing anything." I don't like it. And she's like, "He was cute." Oh my god! And I think it was so. I it was such a cute, like that was a cute moment towards the beginning. That by the end, but he shared a kiss. I mean, so he went through, went through a journey of she and her letting him in. Um, they were kind of adversarial in the beginning, but not really heavily adversarial. That you know. Yeah, a few things back and forth, but nothing really bad. But they became really close. And mm-hmm. I thought, you know, it fight, but they, got, they, they became really close. And I think that's growth anyway, when you can kind of look at a bigger picture. Um, and both of them had to look at the bigger picture. Uh, even though it was kind of surrounded to this end, the end was the representation of that. But they, I feel like they both went through a great journey about the story about themselves. I, I, I really agree with you. I felt that, you know, they, they talked throughout the movie about magic. And they both mm-hmm. experienced that at the end of the movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Nia, um, you know, really learned to kind of let go of the whole issue with her mom. But then it worked out in the end that they were going to run the end together. And so what a what an amazing way to conclude that um, with them together at the end. And so they yeah. kind of both get the best of the world of, of you know, their situation and uh julian i think you know he learned that that you don't have to be cutthroat that um you know you want to be honest and and making um when when you making a great deal you can still make a great deal but be honest about it and um i loved when he quit his job at the end of the movie and how it all kind of you know ended with um, them buying the inn and running it together. And I just, I really liked how that concluded. That was pretty well, awesome. He, well, he's, he's learned, he learned that, you know, there are things bigger, again, bigger than the job. Totally, 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 There's absolutely. Way for everything. And so he's, but he found love also, but he's finding a new life for himself, you know, and um, he probably didn't expect that. Like I said, if we knew more about his background, I know, but we didn't know about just from the movie itself, he probably he didn't, he didn't expect that. He came, he was going to come to town, stay with a friend, take care of this, and then out. Right. So that, that's why it seemed like his whole, which would be the normal story, right? I'm going to do at least. But he actually got immersed in the city, immersed in Nia's life, trying to figure all this out, trying to, you know, make it right, make everything right. And that's kind of, that's the, and that's, the message right there. I mean, that's kind of the message right there. Yeah. It's kind of interesting when I'm, as I'm, as you're speaking and I'm listening to you and I'm like, okay, he came to make a deal. She wanted to make a deal. 
they ultimately mm-hmm. made a deal together and how sweet it mm-hmm. is. I mean, how it all culminated at the end. And I just, I really like how, how it ended. I, I, I mean, yeah, you could somewhat say it was predictable, but, right. but so, so what? I mean, it's okay because we, why do we watch these kinds of movies? We know they're predictable, but we want that anyway because we want to feel good escape, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bobby, let's take some Bobby. So yesterday I put my Christmas light. It's so funny. But even though it's like 900 degrees left. <laughs> <laughs> I can so relate to you. I was melting outside. But I wanted Christmas early. And I was right. like, I bought the kitchen cores and I bought the lights and I'm putting them up outside. So literally I watched this movie with all my lights outside on, the timer came on. And I watched it with Christmas lights behind me, basically, outside my it. window. I so love it. So it was kind of like... I, that's a mood, Bobby. I got to uh, You know what? Absolutely. And I, I can relate. I've been decorating this week. I, I started. I'm not completely done, um, but I'm outside, right? And it's 90 degrees yesterday. And it's like, no, go away. It's supposed to get better in a couple of days. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. So what, Me too. Me too. Yeah. So what good insights into life are in this film? Well, one is that, you know, not everything is as it seems. There's no one answer to anything. And then also, you can come to an agreement. You can't come to a mutual agreement. You can't come to um, come together um, and for a bigger picture, bigger cause. You can't have a happy ending. You can't. That, that's the, to me, that's the lesson. Is that some things may seem daunting. There are moments in the film where it was rough. Um, people were trying to do things they shouldn't be doing. Um, but you can come together and actually have a mutual beneficial ending. Like there's something that, that actually will that will feed both of you. That will work fine. That will that actually will be satisfactory. Um, sometimes we think there's no you know no way that can happen in a world where we're all so divided these days. I kind of like the fact that there was there was situations and stuff made so that actually could come together in the end, run the end together. Um, beginning of the film, like it could it could go any direction. It could go any direction. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it worked out, and that's what. Life is like that. Nothing, I mean, yeah, it's well predictable, but, you know, I, I mean, I like really sometimes. And I think sometimes life, you can make things work out. And I think that's a big message of the film is that you can honor the past um, and still head to the future um, and make a decision that does both. I tend, I not tend to agree. I do agree. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I think, um, <laughs> I tend to agree. <laughs> Silliness, Bobby. Um, <laughs> I love your laugh. It's the best. People are more important than a business deal, period. Yeah. You know, and um, how we treat each other makes a big difference in life. And, you know, we don't always get it right, but it's okay. No. Um as long as you try to reconcile and then like you said, uh, you know, you come together for a mutual benefit and um, then it's beautiful. Absolutely. I agree, I agree with that. I mean, it's, you know, I, I just think I, I like happy endings. Sorry folks. I like them. I, I want to, yeah. I want to see something work out in real life as well as real life. R E E L. Um, I don't mind both. And Anywhere we can get there, I, I'm like, please just show more of that. I want, I want to see more of that on my screen and, and in real life. So I'm, I'm always rooting for that. You know, that's really why I started this podcast because um, I, there's so much content out there. And I really, for me personally, 
I want to put good things into my head um, because this world is challenging enough and we live in the real world and we have to deal with so many issues. And so when I'm watching television, I want to be entertained in a way that it's an escape in a positive way. And so that's really why I started this because I want to put those kind of good thoughts in my head. I want those good end- endings. And we know that reality isn't like that, but, uh, you know, it is sometimes, it. right? But we, you know, we want that escape. I think that helps us to be healthier, you know, to have a better outlook. I agree. Folks, get away from the news sometimes. Oh, totally. Watch something like this, take a brain, you take a rest, uh, read a book, whatever. I mean, just like, it's, I think it's, it's, it's okay to know what's going on in the real world but also have a reprise from it. It's mm-hmm. I think it's just, it's not. That way. I, I tell people all the time, you can't always, it's like, it's like eating all the time. You can't eat all the time. You'll get sick. Right. So in any situation, you should do anything all the time. So I think people should just like movies like this, you know, re, you'll watch sit down for two hours and just like, you know, relax. You know, if you have a drink, have a drink, have some hot chocolate, whatever it is. And just kind of be transported into another world. Totally. Um, for I think, I think it's, and so putting out podcasts like you do, putting out stuff that I put out, I try to put out positive stuff. It's just, you know, what we put out does contribute. It's a ripple effect to the world. So that's right. So good for you. Good for you, Bobby. Well, thank you. And I, um, I, I don't know if you have any final thoughts about the movie. I had a thought and then it literally went away as fast as it went in. So I'm just going to go to final thoughts about the movie because, you know, Bobby's getting older. <laughs> Girl, I understand. Um, I do understand. I was like, things are changing my brain. I was going on. Right. Um, <laughs> my, final thoughts, my final thoughts are, it, it was a, it's a nice film. Uh, I think everybody should go see it. Again, for me, as, as, as a person of color, folks should see it because it is a diverse cast, background, foreground. It's a great story. It, it, it's like comfort food. I think, you know, people should, they want to it's good to have yams and baked potatoes and meat, whatever. It's good to have that sometimes. But I think this, this movie is one of those it's well done. No, no harm. No, nothing. It's, it's fine. So I think people should go watch it. And I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my two hours. Yeah, I, I did too. And I, I really enjoyed the duet at the end of the movie where Nia and her dad, Patrick, sang a Silent Night. I had no idea they could sing the way they sing. They sounded beautifully the, together. Two songs in the movie. We had two songs. Yeah. Where did I come from? Like, where did right? they great. Right? Yes. I, I do agree with that. Yeah, come about that part. Yeah, they both they both say they, they said she was they say. So yes. I like the father and daughter came together beautifully and and sang a song. So mm-hmm. yes, I I'm a I'm, I have two daughters, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker. Right. Well, and you know what I was thinking I, I kinda remind uh, remembered what I was thinking about before, and that was coping mechanisms. When we talk about um, you know, wanting to escape to these kinds of movies, um, it is a coping mechanism. But, you know, to me, mm-hmm. it's a positive coping mechanism because we know there's all kinds of other coping mechanisms that uh, yeah. are unhealthy and mm-hmm. lead to maybe some uh, self-destruction and things like that. And and so this, is, I think, is a positive way to cope with reality. And uh, give me a good GAC family TV movie and I'm going to love it. <laughs> yes, I think... I think there's nothing wrong with it. And I, I know people will get, it's like, it's, it's cheesy. And it's like, you know, here's the thing. They're, they're good family, fun entertainment. Right. And sometimes 
I think we all need that. I don't mind provocative entertainment sometimes too, but I think for me, I don't want it all the time. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. I'm, and this time of year, Bobby, I'm a huge fan of positivity, nothing crazy on my TV and my books and my music. I just want to feel good from November to January. That's all I want to do. And, you know, and JC has these films that you can, you can do that. You can feel that way. So I think, why not? Absolutely. I'm with you. I, I agree. So now at this time in the podcast, I like to ask, um, do you have any I wonder ifs about the movie? I do. Okay. You don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I had been in the movie myself. Like I could have been the best friend or a cousin. Oh. Wonder, what if I was in the film? I could play a character. Come on, GAC. Give me a oh, film. I was going to say, come oh. on, Bill Abbott, are you listening? Because, you know, come on, James Lott Jr. right here. Come on. You, you, you heard all this man can do, right? So yeah. he could do anything in the movie. <laughs> come, on, come on, Uncle Bill. I'll do anything. Actually, I was in a Christmas film a couple of years ago, so I know it's like being a Christmas film. But I, I mean, I just, I just kept thinking, I like this town. I want to be in it. I want to walk around and go, I want to go, I want to go Christmas shopping. In the, in the Christmas store. I, li- I like that stuff. I like the lights and the sparkles. I can't help it, Bobby. Well, you know, what's, what you know what's really funny is that, so my what if kind of ties into your what if, because my what if is, you know, when's when's the next chapter? When do we get to see them maybe formalize their uh-huh. relationship? And hey, yeah. you could be in that movie, James. I could. Right? I mean, right. you know, you might not be the best man because the techie guys, they are already, and, they, you know, they're already best. But, hey, you could be an usher, right? I oh, mean. No, hey, no, Bobby, Bobby already got it already because I just married. I just I just married my friends last week in Santa Rosa. Oh, I could be the officiant. you could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the officiant. Yes. Awesome. That sounds fun. And I could be in the audience. I could be there, too. You can? Yeah. You could be there, too. Right. See the whole thing. They show the relationship. They get they they show the progression. Mm-hmm. They're right. Everything is good. They get decided to get engaged, and then we're there at the wedding. You and I are there at the wedding. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I mm-hmm. hope somebody at GAC Family TV is listening because we would love to be in the next movie. <laughs> yeah, to be in it. Well, we love it. I want to thank you, James. This has been so much fun. Um, I want to thank you for joining the Our Family TV podcast today. We both hope. Well, Go ahead, James. Thank you. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, you know, anything you, you call, I'm here. You know that. I'm, I'm like, it's, it's Bobby. We always, we always have our cowbell. Oh, you Vancouver. know, I was just going to say that. More cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. Ah. There's one requirement if they film this movie. It's got to be in Vancouver, right? (laughs) Got to be in Vancouver. I want to go back. I want to go back. I do too. But Bobby, you know I love you. You're just just amazing. So go ahead and do your outro. You know what, James? I I love you too. And I just just appreciate everything that you're doing. And I appreciate your positivity. And your laugh is absolutely the best. And... um, (laughs) I'm just so thankful that you were able to join us today. And I hope all of you, if you haven't seen Christmas Time is here on the GAC Family TV, I hope you see it in the future. I'm sure it's going to be airing again. They've been repeating the movies 
Um, it seems like they're repeating the movies prior to the new movie coming out. So each Saturday night, there's a new movie that comes on at 8, 7 central. And then earlier in the day, they're repeating the movies, that the other new premieres for the year. So please look um, on Saturdays. Watch out for this movie because you definitely don't want to miss it. So, James, where can we find you on social media? You can find me where all James Lodge Jr. is sold at James Lodge Jr. and all social media platforms everywhere, TikTok, uh, um, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. JLJ Media is my online network. We're on every streaming service you can think of in terms of audio, from iHeartRadio, Spotify, to Google and Apple. And it's on my YouTube channel, which is JLJ Media. Wow, that sounds great. So thank you for listening to the Our Family TV podcast, and we'd appreciate a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. You can find us on social media at Our Family TV, and you can email us at hello at ourfamilytv.com. Until we meet again, we hope you're sitting on the couch with your family, eating a big bowl of popcorn, and watching a wonderful TV show. <laughs>